welcome back to Annie's Analysis. I hope you're all doing well and that this month has been treating you with kindness and grace. But let's talk about how cold it's been. I live in Florida and it's supposed to be the sunshine state and it is so cold someone is lying. It's either that or my body's being a bit weird which I think my body is being a bit weird because at the moment my throat is in that awkward scratchy phase where it could potentially lead to a cold so if you're wondering why I sound a bit off for this episode and next episode it's because my throat is so weird right now Uh, but bear with me I'm trying my best here on a happier note I feel so happy and grateful to have had such a great start to the month. It has been filled with so much laughter and joy and connecting with friends, which is kind of perfect for this episode because this month is the month of love, or at least that's what I call it. It is important to explore non-romantic loves and all that comes with it. In this episode, I'll be analyzing two books that I've recently read that is just about that non-romantic love and everything that comes with love that we don't typically hear or read about. Uh, My first book is Loveless by Alice Osman. I mentioned this book in my last episode, and I love it so much that I had to talk about it in much more details. Uh, I gave it a five star at a out of five stars. Uh, but before I get started, I'm going to give a quick disclaimer that I am not asexual, and I'm quite aware that the story is not monolithic. It does not and cannot depict how it is to be asexual for everyone, and that is okay. Sexuality is a spectrum, and not every story is meant for everyone, but I think it gives it a way to start conversations about people we rarely get to see in the media and all of its mediums, stories and people who have been ignored and wrongly depicted. I think this is a great way to get started on reading books that are about characters that are that might be really different from us, or at least what is um, the norm, I suppose. But let's get into Loveless. The synopsis is um, the synopsis is. <laughs> A story that surrounds a girl, Georgia, uh, who has never been kissed or been on a date, and she graduates high school and discovers she's never truly liked anyone, at least not romantically. The story unravels as Georgia tries to put and find a label on her sexuality during the first year of university. I was a bit skeptical uh, to pick up this book and to give it an honest try 
because I was looking into a romantic um, story and I didn't know how the story would flow, how it would go with having um, a character who's asexual as the forefront. I felt a bit uncomfortable, I won't lie, but I'm really glad that I tested my discomfort because stories that are different from me are just as important as my own and it's important to keep reminding yourself that and even though I won't experience what she's experienced it's important to know that that her and characters like her exist or people like her exist uh but let's get back to my review. Uh, I completely fell in love with this book and the multiple stories it told from Georgia to her friends and even passing characters that showcase different avenues of thinking. I was really happy to read a novel where the main character is asexual because it also allowed me to feel the vulnerability and pain that Georgia experienced um, because like I said like stories that aren't my own exist and pain that are my own exist and that can just lead to a better and greater understanding of those around me uh, Georgia is complicated messy and lovable she hurts and hurts those around her and thank goodness because the picture painted of her character feels like something I could recognize. That's what I really loved about this book is it didn't show things neatly tied in a bow because it's just not how life is and no matter how we might hate this, this truth is that we hurt and we do hurt people around us because we're hurting and we probably don't understand our own pain or we're uncomfortable with our own pain and even though obviously I don't want to intentionally hurt somebody, um, intention isn't always what matters really and it was kind of, it was nice to love Georgia but also be upset with her for hurting those that loved her and that she loves and even though I was reading for her I was objective in my reading and it made me love her more the fact that I knew that she didn't intentionally want to hurt the people she hurt but she did and she had to learn from that and yeah, I just really liked how, like, well-balanced, um, her character is, um, yeah, because isn't it such a great feeling to feel warmth and empathy for a character that you might not completely understand but care about? That's kind of what I yearn for when I read a book or watch a movie or a series or whatever is that I want to like find redeeming qualities of a character and root for them like, 
just makes the story more worthwhile for me. It was refreshing to read a story where the main character is not only yearning for romance, but with their sexuality. I find it completely unrealistic when stories depict such young characters who have their wants and desires figured out, especially when we live in such a sexual world that tells us what we should and should not like. I feel like recently or maybe have always maybe not only read um but like in movies and television series um and it'll be like a, a teen show or like that's like the premise of it is a teen show or teen life and they have these things that they just know that they like i mean yes sometimes we do have these like innate feelings i suppose but there's that's kind of the whole point i feel like if like you're teen years and like really all your life is to have trial and error because you're always evolving you're always growing but i feel like it alienates people who who like read into these stories and they see these characters who have it all figured out it can be kind of nice to see that but also it there's a disconnection and so i was really happy that Georgia and like those around her all these characters were figuring themselves out um it was just really nice to see that because i feel like i rarely ever see that and i'm so happy to read a book about a character who has so many different sides and even sides that i probably will not get to explore because this book isn't like wrapped up in a bow like it does end like cute but there's also ways that the way that it ended could kind of go wrong in the future which i think is really interesting but it makes the story more real for me i yearned for jertia because how painful it must be to mourn a life that you don't even want but always believed you would jertia goes through the phase or the experience of believing that she would always end up with somebody in a romantic way but then she quickly not quickly but she realizes that she doesn't even want that and she's confused because she, she thought that she would always want that she'd always get it but it actually disgusts her so i really liked that a lot because that's something that i had to recently um do for myself was more in a life that i thought that i wanted but i was just going through the motions myself so even though it was like in a different um different topic of my life i suppose it was really nice to see that it was okay to feel sad about what i thought i wanted but it was really what i really wanted i think that's something that everyone can take from this book and a world filled with so much pressure to succeed and quote unquote fall in line it is easy to forget and ignore our own needs and desires especially things that are natural to us as individuals the friendships throughout uh, Loveless were so well thought out and in depth that many books lack. 
yeah i just i really i just really appreciate that because there's so many things that were unspoken of the language that she had with her friends but you could like feel their love somehow because of this book i reflected on the value that i placed on friendships a particular quote from the book that I, from this book that resonated with me uh, is give your friendships magic you would give a romance because they are just as important i always did think that there should be a separation between friendships and romantic relationships and i thought it was the normal and the right thing to give romantic relationships a little more importance than non-romantic relationships uh, which is ironic because it made me sad of the thought of being left behind if and when my friends and families entered a relationship that was different from our own um, but I did believe in that, but I also hated it at the same time. But that quote was really eye-opening, and I'm quite aware of, like, the phrase platonic love. I do believe in it, but actually reading, actually reading it, and in that story, and seeing how it played out, was breathtaking, and it made it more real for me. Um... Even though I didn't, like, see it, to me, it was as if, like, seeing is believing. I got to see how it played out in the story, so to me, it became a real possibility for me. I've never been in love romantically, but maybe I never will. Uh, And I also can't imagine my life being dreadful with the love I'm able to give and receive from those around me and I think that realization because of this book uh, and I've started to be more mindful of the time and energy I spend with my friends this month has been so lovely and I've gotten so many chances to be around my friends and get to know them better and after reading, I read this book back in January and I got to start this month kind of anew because I had this mindset of if Georgia can really put an emphasis on her friends, then I can too. And that was just a great lesson to learn and I hope that everyone um, learns that along um, with me so that way we don't waste any more time on yearning for what is it in front of us and appreciate what is but yeah i really hope that you pick up a copy of this book and form your own opinions i would love to hear about your opinions about this book um i I really do think that everyone will love it maybe not love it but at least appreciate it for what it is a sort of conversation something that you might feel like you're one of these characters and maybe these stories are similar to yours 
and you don't even realize it. Um, yeah, I just really, really love that book a lot. But next up is my second book, and I just let's get into it because it's it's really good. Um, it does focus on romance and romantic love, but so much more. Uh, my next book is Conversations on Love by Natasha One. I gave it 4.7 stars out of 5. The synopsis is, it is divided into three sections. One, how do we find love? Two, how do we sustain love? And three, how can we survive losing love? It included many points of view from writers who were able to shed insight from their own personal story, um, their own personal stories, interview style. Uh, to be honest, I don't really know where to start with this book because there are so many conversations that stayed with me. So my review is a bit short. I feel like I would need an entire talk show for like a whole like week, like Monday through Friday talk show style to really get into the nitty gritty details of nitty details, nitty details of this book. So I'm going to do my best to get my main ideas out there. Uh but yeah I didn't know that I needed this book. I honestly bought it because of the cover like i heard of so many good reviews of this book but i honestly thought it looked really cute on my bookshelf so it's a really nice cover i do recommend it but yeah i didn't know i needed this book until i read it and i needed this book and i think everyone needs this book beautifully written uh well thought out well developed book um it made me question my ideas and feelings that surround love friendship family and so much pain pain that i didn't want to think about that i knew was out there and lurking i suppose but in order to have love you gotta have pain you can't have one without the other um yeah uh my views on love friendship and family and really every topic that this book explored were so limited and i was not aware of that until i became aware of that and i was not nourishing myself by sticking to the ideas and notions that i had prior to reading this book so hoping to do so much better now that I have all this knowledge within me. I had to let go of the ideas I had of myself and the stories that I categorized myself into and that the stories I was telling about myself and stories I'm telling about myself to myself and to other people because I think we all have an idea of ourselves and so we put ourselves in this box 
and when we are around other people we open up those boxes and we just keep ourselves stagnant and so i think in order to really appreciate this book you have to do you have to take yourself out of the stories you tell yourselves you're a part of because we are so much more than the stories that we think we are um i think really we're beyond that and also about other people um i feel like in order to really love somebody you have to let themselves be free um without your own contingencies um and ideas you have of them because how unfair is it to keep somebody in a box because of what feels comfortable to you and what you're used to because people are a lot of change day to day and I feel like we would also be annoyed if as we're changing we aren't allowed to fully delve into the change that we want to because someone who says they love us and they show that they love us keep us in a particular box and in a story that they want to tell themselves and tell about you and to you so yeah I wow I kind of lost my my train of thought but uh yeah it took me a week to finish this book because I had to confront the things that I didn't know and because I didn't know made me really uncomfortable um and I had to really sit with that discomfort and this book really talks and speaks to the discomfort that surrounds love and pain and like I said you can't have one without the other and I think I don't intentionally mean to hurt people but like I said the the thing is that I do hurt and I do hurt other people and so I have the good intentions but it comes with pain at times and I was actually real scared to read what was coming in the books. I had kind of feeling that I was going to talk about pain um, and it did and I had to like sit with those ideas that I was having and I had to cry and to let it out so um, I'm actually really grateful for that. It's important to cry and let those out. So, really glad about that. Um, I do think it's important to remember while reading this book that what is said in this book is subjective, and to take from it what you will. There's some, there's a few parts can't remember exactly at the moment that I just didn't resonate with which is why I didn't give it five stars but just because they don't resonate with me doesn't mean that they aren't valid because it's not my place to invalidate people's like opinions and ideas and thoughts I can just see it and move on from it and it is okay if your views lash or clash, which some of mine did, but I think everything in this book comes from a place of love and open-mindedness, and because I was allowing myself to read and take in what was presented in front of me, I was also able to receive it with love and open-mindedness. My final thoughts on conversations on love is that there are so many types 
of love and one is not more important than another and romance and sexual love is not the most important love out there pain grief and loss are inevitable and it comes with love they are inescapable and lastly if you ever experienced true romantic love or if you never (laughs) experienced true romantic love you are okay you're not less than love is everywhere you just have to be open to receiving it that's something that um that i really had to um like learn and that was really uncomfortable for me because kind of like georgia in um loveless i have this idea that i'm gonna have this grand big love but what if my love my grand love isn't romantic what if it's just my family what if it's just my friends what if it's teacher pets that i have i'm allowed to place whatever value i want on a on a relationship and i'm just allowed to exist fully in the spaces that i want to the spaces that um, i feel love and i can give love so yeah that was my analysis on conversations on love I recommend it so much and um, I was also reading some other reviews and some people took like months to read this book so you can take your time reading this book it is written in a style where you can just like read sections by section Um, it's not like a novel kind of um, way of writing so take your time while reading this book sit with the discomfort sit with the pain sit with the agony it's all there but so is the love i do have three recommendations of other books that i do um love a lot and that they also um depict um platonic love very well um, I have The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid, and also the series And of Green Gables by L. M. Montgomery. I thought I had three. I'm sorry. I lied. I only have two recommendations, but the series And of Green Gables has eight books, so that kind of makes up for it. So basically nine books. You're welcome. Growing up, I never really felt as though I had true friendships. So I didn't place any importance on cultivating friendships. But now, in my 20s, I know that time is so crucial and not guaranteed and it wasn't until recently i started to realize how my friends make me feel and how important it is to recognize them for what they are to me friendships provide freedom to love in ways that romantic relationships cannot and do not 
people who truly want to be in your life will make the time and effort to do so. And that's the reason why I wanted to dedicate an entire episode on platonic love and relationships is due to the fact that often they are forgotten and overlooked and platonic relationships deserve the same importance and respect as other types of love receive. They can be deeper and more genuine than other types of relationships. I love love. I love being around my friends. I'm able to discover and tap into parts of myself that I didn't know even existed due to them. I can be sad. I can be funny. I can be hurt. I can be random. I can be annoyed. I can be mad, confused, angry, inquisitive, and anything that I'm not sure of yet, but I know that they'll be there. I'm not the best with words, and I'm learning through my friendships. I'm thankful that they have given me the time, grace, and even calling me out when needed. I'm grateful for these books, for giving me the words I lack to describe, these feelings and experiences. They allow me to feel warmth with uncertainty. I hope not to lose sight of them, and maybe I will have to relearn them again, but what a gift it is to be surrounded by love. Well, thank you all for listening and tuning in to me analyze platonic love and relationships. Please be sure to follow and subscribe this podcast for future uh, episodes. Leave me a rating and review if you're feeling nice. And be sure to check out my Instagram, Annie's Analysis, for more. Have a good one.